This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Best Quality Vacuum, uh, a Breaking Bad and Vince Gilliverse podcast. <laughs> and uh, this week we're talking about the episode Cancer Man, uh, pulled from the uh, pulled from the X Files. The title is uh, Mulder's yeah. Mulder's uh, dismissive nick- nickname about the cigarette smoking man, due to all the cancer that causes. Well, you know. Um, yeah, I, uh, this is very explicitly a breather episode. Oh yeah. After the intensity of the last episode, this is a, like a downtime episode. Mm-hmm. And I think you could make the argument, uh, this is the weakest episode of the first season. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty slight and there's some pretty dumb stuff that happens in it. I, there's good the- stuff that happens in it too, but there's some stuff that I think is <laughs> silly and shitty. I, I mean, are you are you thinking of the bikers? Yeah, I don't like the bikers. That's too stupid. <laughs> it's funny, uh-huh. but it's too stupid. Yes, for me, it violates my like stupidity threshold for the show. And it's something that the um that the show doesn't engage with after that. Not Sh- season show. one weirdness. Yeah, yeah, it's it's season one weirdness. And I'm really happy that they decided to not specifically kind of show meth psychosis from the first person like you you get the scene with jesse and the heroine right doing the doing the floating uh which yeah. is you know uh a, a, a little goofy but like it's yeah the, the the biker stuff we'll talk about it but it is it it, it is too goofy by half and i don't think it's accurate no like i am not Listen, we've all done our share of methamphetamines. <laughs> I'm not trying to say I'm some kind of lame wad who hasn't done the scante day in, day out I can, for years I, at a time. I, I, I can tell by how comfortable you are saying the word scante. Scante is the word that I use talking about my drug of choice, crystal methamphetamine. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, I've done a little bit. I'm not saying I'm an expert. The, uh, but you don't just like straight up hallucinate like that. I, I think uh-huh. it would make you paranoid and you'd be like, oh, those guys are secretly working for the bikers or something. Yeah. You know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't read right. Yeah. Uh, a, a full, yeah. a full on visual, uh, hallucination like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, 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 it stretches plausibility knowing what I know about actual hallucinogens. Yes, from the days that you've done it, because you're not a wad. <laughs> um, the uh, the because I'm slowly pivoting the show to being a show about how it's cool to do drugs. I mean, uh, you know, be, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not a doctor. So. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, we're none of us are doctors. Yeah. Um, the uh, the other thing when you talked about it, no longer doing this kind of first person perspective, is when they switch to a second person perspective on this stuff. It's so much more fucking effective uh-huh. to have people acting uncanny and weird around sober people uh-huh uh than it is to like show things from the perspective of this person hallucinating yeah, yeah. like when they show people who are on meth it's scary and awesome and off-putting yes. in the show it's a big strength of the show mm-hmm. and this this individual this scene even though it's a very small part of the episode violates that yes yeah. And you know, it is very small, but it is also, I think it's loud. It's small, but loud. Yeah. And, and it's also a thing where everything else is real quiet. You know, it's a, it's a quiet episode. Yes. Uh, this, so this is a uh, written by Vince Gilligan, uh, directed by Jim McKay, originally aired February 17th, 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's a breather. It's primarily dealing with the fallout of Walt admitting to Skyler. Uh, that he has cancer kind of uh, as you know being preferable to saying oh i've been out you know uh <laughs> trying to decide whether or not to kill a guy who i may yeah. have cooked meth for yeah well and also has the benefit of being true true you know had to tell her at some point mm-hmm. uh and then jesse uh you know can't return to his normal life jesse is still more haunted by this uh and we get to see a peek into his family yeah life oh god this family uh, yeah, which is which is really well observed. Yeah, like all of that stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we introduced a combo and Skinny Pete <laughs> at this point. Uh, you know, combo, uh, great. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, was not with us very long. Skinny Pete, really interesting because this dude is like fifty, yep, or something. But he just plays as young and ravaged by drugs really uh-huh. well. 
Uh, I love Skinny Pete's performance. Skinny Pete is so good, and like Skinny Pete and Badger stay through 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 El Camino. Yeah. So like we you know kind of get to see a full arc with them. I mean, all of these are people who do bad stuff because of you know their 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 choices. Let's say they're on a bad choice road. Um, yeah. But they're like at- B bad choice though. like in the scale of the show for sure right yeah yeah but um but they're uh but they're like good-natured and also just kind of like at at heart kind of kind of okay aside from the whole dealing highly highly addictive amphetamines (laughs) highly yeah did you mispronounce fun and cool Uh, the uh i'm not going to keep doing this forever right uh, but it's just i was watching the the show and one of the things i was thinking about is how uh in that in that scene when they first get introduced we're getting to get to as well but when combo is like man i could use something to take the edge off (laughs) you may have some meth i i think this show might not be good at understanding what meth is like they learned how to make it Uh but it's described as like it gives you biker hallucinations takes the edge off white hot action knives like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my my understanding of amphetamine is i think he might be talking about like you like after you first take it it's 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 good and then it's as it tapers off is when it starts getting uh like real like a uh, real edgy and stuff right mm. like there there is that sense of calm and flow like you know if you take like an adderall right the, so, the, the, so the like idea is there. he's He's maybe jonesing for some more methamphetamine. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's, he's jonesing and kind of looking for that, like l- looking for that, you know, few minutes, like the 15 minutes of like really good clarity that he's going to get off of okay. it. And, and then it, then it gets down to like teeth grinding and bad decisions, you know? It is a weird thing to describe as not an edge. It's weird. Uh, yeah, if I, was, I, I don't, it, yeah. Per- personally, if I was looking to take some edge off, maybe an edible, maybe know? a nap. Yeah. The, 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 yeah maybe a nice big meal the, uh, <laughs> i think meth might be the drug that seems the least good to do even uh-huh. though it's going to suck when we get to the patreon stretch goal where we try it for the show ah god no don't um, even joke <laughs> <laughs> how can we know about this show if we don't know what it's like um, just, but yeah, yeah it just seems like really unpleasant to me mm-hmm uh, very oh, unpleasant as a j- drug j- j- jokes uh, uppers in general i've got no i've got no interest mm-hmm. in no no why would you want to be up <laughs> uh, like, why would you want energy you weirdos yeah uh, energy stops you from sleeping it's it's uh, like it's like when bobby tries to tries to sell dale some uh energy supplements mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like he holds up his beer no i'm going the other way thanks yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm constantly going the other way <laughs> well dale does both because he also put on a pot of hot, hot mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> boil up some mountain. mountain dew it's gonna be a long night <laughs> um so this begins uh with hank giving a presentation to the dea as colleagues about the uh, disappearances of crazy eight and emilio uh and the new game in town and i think this is what uh canonically the first time the show it's revealed that crazy eight was the snitch uh, in this yes Which it could have it could have been emilio yeah. at the end of the previous episode and, yeah. Or uh, a third person oh, who we yeah. didn't see, you know, mm-hmm. uh, here it's, it's, uh, you know, and I didn't remember that very specific detail, you know, call mm-hmm. me a blunt stone if you want, but it really uh, puts crazy eight into a different, uh, you know, I wish I had had that in mind when, uh, during the basement confrontation, mm-hmm. because this is a duplicitous motherfucker. Uh-huh. Like the reasons to kill crazy eight keep stacking up. Like we were talking, I keep talking about how. Walt won't say like, Hey, you, you're going to kill me. Also, you're a fucking snitch. Uh huh. You know, <laughs> the, um, yeah. I don't know, man, there's a lot of pathos in that scene, but also mm-hmm. crazy. It was going to die one way or another. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. he, uh, just, uh, and Hank even says like, yeah, we, we, we got him and he is, you know, t- turning on everybody. That's like primarily the way that he moved up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was just like, Oh, some, some, somebody, somebody was pushing down on him. Well, you just flip and then, and it, then you go up. Uh, it's really it's interesting because there's a big chunk of crazy eight missing because he's such a um, timid little guy mm-hmm. in uh better call Saul, you know, the, the ambitious crazy eight we didn't get. Yeah. And we don't really, no. we don't really see um, much of him after, you know, after uh, he makes the deal to be a snitch, you know, yeah. with, uh, with Hank. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so. cause it's season five and they had other stuff. Things were speeding up at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Hank and Gomi are arguing about the name of their operation. 
uh, it, I find it impossible to believe that they have not that they had not used Operation Icebreaker in the past. <laughs> it's the main thing they do. <laughs> uh, I do like the idea of Hank thinking this name is real cool. People are going to think of a big ship. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I I do like this this banter between them. Like I'm going to be thinking Operation Breathman. I'm thinking about <laughs> Operation Breathman every time I'm in the stakeout with you. <laughs> it's brutal. Um, the uh, so they're, they're Operation TDB, but they're they're compiling their evidence. Like this is the beginning of the unraveling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just a gang hit. Uh, you know, that's what they think it's going to, or they would just call it a gang hit. But the meth is the purest the lab has ever seen. They don't think it was made in a super lab. They think it was made right there. Um, they have the gas mask, uh, which has the same meth, so it's connected. They got people in uh, the, the FBI, like Quantico people, mm-hmm. doing that uh, analysis. Um, you know, this is new. There's a new game in town. Yes. Basically. <laughs> Thinking Albuquerque might have a new kingpin as it cuts back and forth, you know, to Walt shirtless in his underwear, uh, brushing his teeth and spitting. So, yes. Yeah. A uh, little, little comedy beat. Uh, Walt is staring at burning steak or burning chicken uh, on a grill here. It looks like steak because it's so burnt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, uh, you know, thinking about bodies mm-hmm. and stuff uh, where uh, Hank comes over and, you know, hey, you're burning it. Get some more chicken. Um, they're, they're sitting down to have a barbecue yes. is a, a family scene. I, I love this back and forth with Marie and Hank where it's like, Oh, Hank, do you want another beer? He says, does a Pope shit in his hat? And Marie says, I think we would all appreciate if you stopped if you saying, stop that. saying that it's uh it reminds me of uh baby of the year where it's like, if, if tiny deaky dad, you know, if Taffy Lee Fubbins doesn't uh-huh. win, I will kill myself on TV. I'm like, will you stop saying that? It's <laughs> like, really good. Uh, oh God. You know, but, but they're having a nice time. Like Walt uh, goes inside to, to get a soda for Walt Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because he he holds the RC against his face. He's having a rough one. Yeah. Also, know? I love the uh, I love them having RC cola. Yeah, they can't afford the real stuff. Affording Royal Crown soda. <laughs> the uh, literally uh, the worst tasting thing you can put in your mouth. Oh, it's 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 terrible. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. It's it, it tastes like the it tastes like the Pepsi of the Eastern Bloc. I wouldn't feed it to a teenage dog. Like it's not, it's, it's just not fit for human consumption. Yeah. Um, he, he goes back out and it's a real sweet moment. Hank is talking up Walt Jr.'s appearance, you know, saying mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're a handsome guy. You're just trying to make him more confident and, you know, saying like, Oh, you just got to be assertive and talk, basically reveals. He just stalked Marie until, in, until she relented. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like Marie is, obviously comfortable and joking with it though yes, like he yeah. just says he was persistent where he's like yeah they've changed the stalking laws like this oh, is yes. their rapport yes you know i don't think he literally stalked marie <laughs> um he's like hey you know how'd your parents meet like that's a good story mm-hmm. uh there walt jr starts telling it and i love walt taking over like it's this is a very sweet moment oh yeah uh i think um of him doing uh you know th- like romantic comedy uh caliber deceptions <laughs> yes like it, it's it's I've seen like think piece things in the grand scheme of Breaking Bad. Uh, you know, one of one of my like, you know, lines I'm drawing in the sand is trying to push back against the like Walt was the scumbag at the end of the show that he was. He is in the beginning of the show, the same scumbag he was at the end of the show. A thing that I and, know about drama is that the characters are fixed and they are never yes, changed yeah. by the events that happen. Yeah. And and you get a lot of good boy points if you can figure out the ways they didn't. Uh, but like people have brought up this idea of like, oh, man, this is really toxic behavior on Walt's part. You know, it began with a lie and stuff. And I, I don't know. I This scene just reads as sweet to me. Yeah. Uh, Skylar thought it was sweet. They clearly loved each other. They have a, a kid. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's, it's really hard for me to read. Like <laughs> this is classic Walt toxicity into this exchange. No, like he was, he was looking for, for like for a way to start a conversation. So he was trying to do crossword puzzles. We like, didn't have okay. Cupid then you couldn't <laughs> and, just message somebody. You had to talk to him in real life. It sucked. And also Walt was a, was a, was a dope. It was the, it was the late eighties. Like yeah. they're, uh, you know, like he, he, he probably was romantic comedy brain poisons. You he, was know? Nerd. he was a nerd. He was riding yeah. his bike to get a grilled cheese sandwich from the lab. <laughs> like what a fucking nerd, you know? Uh, you know, so she was a hostess and a cashier and she would secretly do crossword puzzles to slack off at work. So he started doing crossword puzzles to use as an icebreaker. Yes. 
you know, and he's, he's like, we he looks over again, really great performance. Like he's so fucking in love with her. Like uh-huh. it's a very sweet scene, I think. Yeah. And Skylar is there very quietly. Like her face is wrenching. She, you know, she's, she's crying because she yeah. knows something that everybody else doesn't. Uh, I, I'm going to say this and I know that this is loaded. If you say it about a, a about a lady actress, um, Anna Gunn is really good at doing a cry. Yeah. Uh, like her specific, just like the, like the way she conveys that agony, like a bad fake cry is just the worst thing in the world. It'll strip paint off the walls, mm-hmm. but like, you know, her, where it is just kind of sold as this just like fixed distress in the face. Yeah. Um, it pops up a few times here, uh, or just like the, like the, like the mouth wide open, you know, it's not sobbing. It's not like a thing that's in motion. Uh, it's used to great effect throughout the entire series, but here specifically, it's just like, oh my God, this is you just, 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 a, just a knife in the heart and twisting. I, I love her performance through this whole episode and mm-hmm. I love how she changes, how she goes from this hopelessness to hope and yeah. seeing her like, you know, grasp onto stuff. Yes. You know, and like the, uh, you know, if you want to point to shitty things that Walt did, it's not him pretending to like crossword puzzles. Mm-hmm. It's, it's him, uh, seeing that and not seeing the forest for the trees, you know, not yeah. nurturing that like hope that she very clearly needs, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of shooting all that shit down due to pride. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Uh, so she starts crying, uh, and Marie's like, what's wrong? Skylar says, ask him. And Marie and Hank are both pissed at this point. Again, really nice note. Like they're like, Oh, is this something bad that Walt did? Uh-huh. You know? And then, uh, Walt fesses up and, uh, Walt Jr. Didn't know at this point. Nope. Um, either. So, yeah. you know, he's got lung cancer and it's real bad. Like it's yeah. not. You know, it's not the the cool kind of lung cancer. Uh, that's <laughs> that's just real that chill. You, it's not the outpatient kind. It doesn't give you, know? you powers. Yeah, it doesn't allow you to get ice breath or like <laughs> any number of Superman skills. Uh, uh, a, th- uh, a thing that I learned from a meme. Did you see the uh, the like that thing that was going around, like the uh, the page, uh, like a record of deaths in Victorian England? Yes, in one week. Uh, I was reading through those because that's fascinating, right? But I saw one. Uh, One of the causes that a bunch of people had was called Rising of the Lights. Were you aware of what Rising of the Lights is? Mm -mm. Uh, no. it's, it's a lung condition. It was basically like pneumonia. Used to people used to call the, the, the lungs, the lights. Oh yeah. Idiots. (laughs) (laughs) You dumb dumbs. (laughs) There's are that are like, not, I mean, I don't blame them for not knowing the word lungs, (laughs) But lights already means something. It does. It's got nothing to do with breath, you stupids. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like it's like calling uh, calling tuberculosis consumption. Like, what are you yeah. consuming, dudes? I, I guess that's consuming your body. Maybe that makes more sense than the lights, though. The lights makes yeah. no sense. That's I just horrible. thought that was. I just thought that was weird. I was like, it's, oh, I, I learned something, huh? Yeah, but it just uh, you learned how bad used people used to be. Oh yeah, no language just is a dopes. fucking mess. Yeah, fucking shit. <laughs> fucking dopes the if uh if lung cancer did give you superpowers uh you'd have to get some of the nation's best sponcologies sponcologists (laughs) (laughs) sponcologist i was trying to come up with a good uh metastasis malbolgia thing too and it was very difficult but okay like like the sponcologist team or the sponcology team (laughs) I feel like you put you, you, you put yourself on uh you put yourself on hard mode by going for spawn on that. I know, yeah. but but imagine like six spawns all with different like surgical masks, like some of them holding clipboards and they're all working to give your cancer superpowers. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like the the spawn surgery team's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh uh, man. So uh, Junior's in his room. He's listening. This is really well observed. He just has headphones on, listening to music really loud. That's a teenage thing to do to escape. Of course. Uh, Skylar, yeah, the rest of the family's in the living room. And Skylar is kind of exasperated with Walt. Mm-hmm. You know, like trying to say like, hey, I'm not alone in this. It's insane that you didn't tell me about this before. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, explain yourself. Right. Like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. You know? You know, and uh, she's and she's looking for her own explanation because you know Hank expresses you know, this bafflement, like how can somebody you know you you, you don't smoke like yeah he's he's a he's a big he's a big old nerd right how yeah. could you get this and Skylar this uh, this also is real 
uh, real well observed is looking, mm -hmm. you know, looking for, for something to blame. Uh, she's saying like, oh, it has to be that lab at Los Alamos. You know, you mentioned, one, you know, you talked at one point about like them not having good enough uh, chemical hoods, you know, things yeah. like that. That has to be what it is. And she starts kind of working herself up and you know, says, we're going to hire a lawyer, like trying to turn this into a fight. Right. Yeah. She wants it, It's easier to be against something. Yeah. To externalize you know, you, it. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have an enemy. Uh, Marie's like, no, what is the next step? Like she's a radiologist. She's going to get, uh, assemble this oncology dream team. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to get a second opinion. Uh, they're talking about these things and you can see, you know, Hank is not, or, uh, Walt's not down for this. Um, we're, you know, we're going to talk about, uh, why, and, and that's going to kind of play out yeah. through this. Yeah. Um, really great moment. Skylar goes to get Walt Jr. to see if he'll come participate. And Hank says, and from a place of love, like Hank isn't power moving Walt or oh. anything. He's saying like, whatever happens, like I'll take care of your family. Yeah. Trying to sing the exact opposite of the right thing to say while trying to be supportive and loving in his own shitty way. Yeah. You know? Just it's, it's his way of saying, don't worry about, don't worry about the, that just yeah. worry, worry about getting through it, you know, worry about the fight. Right. Yeah. And that this, this episode is going to be his family telling him that uh -huh. over and over and over and him, you know, not a re relenting to that. Yeah. Even though uh, it's correct. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's the thing like, uh, this is, you know, weirdly, like this episode does reveal a lot of Walt's crapulence, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's in relationship stuff or anything like that. I think it's just his, you know, uh, caring about his family and entirely doesn't see the forest for the trees no. kind of way. And I mean, also the fact that like the most like wounded or distraught he looks up to this point uh, is when Hank makes that offer saying like, don't worry, I will take care of your family. Right. Yeah. You know, just like that, that is, that is not what he wants. That is, you know, it, it, it's a, it's, it's a seat, you know, it, it is a secret dark part of Walt. Yeah. It's, it's a really common, like, uh, it's, it's surprising how in every once in a while, and I'm not a hundred percent immune to this either, but like even people who I consider to be smart and with it and progressive will have really gross masculinity, like kind of roles mm -hmm. bubble up. Yep. You know, the, these ideas and, and Walt is fully, you know, a man provides biblical times pilled. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a thing, whereas like a lot of that stuff is pretty outmoded. Uh -huh. uh, we don't, you know, that's a, it's a, this is pretty fake. You don't have to believe in it. Not, not, um, not, not to be a caricature of my own uh, political beliefs, but like, Hey, Hey Walt, that's why you're part of a community, dude. Yeah. Like the, 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 the government's not going to be there to take care of you. this whole, this is a whole story about, uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> you know, that would be obviated by any kind of actual like healthcare in America, but like, no, you have people around you. That is why you have loved ones. Well, it, <laughs> so there's something to each other. <laughs> like, it's weird too thinking about, uh, universal healthcare breaking bad because Walt won't accept help from other people. If there was just, if the government just paid for it and healthcare was free, mm -hmm. I bet you he would not feel like that was encroaching on his pride. Right. You know, it's just, it's like in these arbitrary lines we like to draw about what our mm -hmm. responsibilities are again, even in like principled stances that do tons of damage. Yes. You know, that serve no one. Like if this show didn't turn into a drama about cooking meth, right? Mm -hmm. Like no meth was ever cooked again uh, in the show and Hank's investigation fizzled. Mm -hmm. um, this would be a show about somebody who did irreparable harm to his family trying to not do, you know, trying to do the opposite. Yes. You know, even before all of the the meth and the the more obvious irreparable harm comes. You know, him just being like, no, no, it's the principle of the matter. A man yeah. provides for his family is just the worst fucking thing he can do to his family. Mm -hmm. And he's such a short sighted, like, you know, gross dude to not realize that. Like, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, and, and I like it also speaking of things like, like crappy stuff being revealed, like something that comes out when Skylar is talking about like, oh, how we're going to pay for this is like, I'm going to go, I'm, I could go back to work. And like, that's the thing that he hits on for like, no, you're absolutely not going to do that. We, and <laughs> borrowing money from his mom, right? Uh, borrowing money from Hank, like it's any of the, it's all help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Like it just, it's, it's principled in the face of nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no governing body. Well, you don't have to like do things that are arbitrary and don't make sense to get some kind of imaginary win. 
Yeah. You know, like a person's got to have a code, but a code has to have a reason. Yeah. If, <laughs> if your code has no reason, you're being an idiot. Yeah. If, if you are um, not trying to live up to any real expectations around you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it does no good. Yeah. Yeah. Decide if your codes are worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we cut back over to Jesse. Uh, combo is what their first introduction to combo. Uh, looking up at this, the big you know hole in the ceiling. There. <laughs> Jesse said, tries to say the house is settling. The settling. No, no, actually, it's settling. Hit me in the eye. I love a house settling. Like fuck you. <laughs> like it's like a house settling an argument. Yeah. Like, like a like, house settling a bar bet. I bet you can kill my owners. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, and they're having, uh, you know, their, their, their conversation, their level of conversation. Jesse's trying to impress them with his fake Canadian pop tarts. We, the, uh, the performance here, like, uh, Aaron, Aaron Paul's performance during this episode is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, his trying to play the part of what he should be doing here, mm-hmm. but being unable to, yes, you know, because he's a kid, uh-huh. Uh, he's talking about these pop tarts. They're talking about crazy and Emilio and he's so fucking nervous uh-huh. the whole time. Like is this before anything comes out, you oh, know, his, uh, his eyes are darting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they have a bowl and this is where, uh, you know, a combo says, brings it up. Like mm-hmm. Jesse doesn't volunteer and say like, Hey, I've got new math combos. Like, Hey, do you ever still cook? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, you know, maybe sometimes cook a little bit. And then you can see it in his eyes. He sees it as a path to get back to socializing. Yes. Like same. he wants to be part of an in-group and, and socialize. He can't talk to anybody with this. This is going to come up later. Yeah. So he's like, no, actually I cooked really good stuff. Like he's mm-hmm. desperate for anything to talk to these people about. Yeah. Cause he's fucking broken because a dude dissolved in his bathtub and <laughs> died in his basement. You and then know? he had to clean, and then he had to clean it up by hand. You know? Yeah. It, he's, he's fucked. Like he's a kid. Yes. You know, this, this is the episode that is like Jesse is baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much so. Yeah. Uh, but he goes a little bit too far in this direction because he talks about this amazing meth that he cooked and his friends want to do it. It's like, yeah. oh, like if, 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 you, if you cooked it and it's still around, let's go. And so he pumps the brake and, and, and this is this feels real. He says, no, I'm taking a break of break from smoking you know, just because I've been real par- paranoid. I just I need to not because of uh, because of health reasons. And they yeah. say, oh, well, you know, if you're just like, you don't need to do like a whole, uh, like a whole little skit here. If you don't want to share, you don't have to share. Yeah. But we're going to bounce yeah. like the, this transactional way that friendships work uh, a lot of times uh, with dealers mm-hmm. and stuff like this is a, a re- even though I, you know, not a drug man. Uh, you know, I had friends who I, I hung out with friends and their dealers. You, there's a lot of stops at dealers. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks. Yep. It's the worst. They're really socially awkward people, uh, like a Jesse, uh, and the friendships are entirely transactional. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's sad. Yeah. Uh, so it, again, desperate to like be a person and and exist and be seen, you know, be mm-hmm. socialized. He backpedal. He's like, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? I was joking. You know what a what a good <laughs> joke. I'm getting paranoid. Uh, here, let's do some scante. <laughs> methamphetamine (laughs) (laughs) um yeah oh man so cuts to the next day and jesse is huddled up at the window house is a wreck um and he's you know looking out uh just you know completely kind of rear windowing it and uh he starts panicking when he sees two big big guys on motorcycles pull up and, and, and walk toward him uh, one brandishing a huge machete and the other priming yeah. a grenade. Him tossing it up and down like he's like, you know, having fun with it. And it it, it is funny. Yes. Like that that's funny. Like it's so over the top. He's got a grenade, you know, <laughs> you gotta do with that. It's funny. I like it as a weird little nod to the biker meth community. Yes. Like that's something that exists at the periphery of both these series, mm-hmm. uh, which I, which I really like. Uh, it just reads as silly as hell when he hides, runs out the back door and it turns out they're missionaries mm-hmm. uh, on bicycles and they move in sync because it's cute and kind of Wes Anderson-y. Yeah. Uh, and isn't it funny? They're missionaries. <laughs> like I, I, I actually, you know, I hate the scene uh, yeah. and wish it wasn't in the, in the show, but they're trying to do some comedy because the last episode was really heavy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, cut over to Walt. He is in his bathroom uh treating his wound you, you know you can't go yeah. in and say like oh this very strangely shaped wound uh it's from a plate well how yes. did a plate get stabbed into your leg multiple oh, times the plate was just settling yeah 
(laughs) (laughs) Settled right into my calf muscle. It's crazy. Uh, Uh, He's using crazy glue, ironic, (laughs) to to the wiki uh, to shut the wound. Uh, and has this coughing uh, jag because he realized the blood soaked through to his leg. Mm-hmm. He's trying to clean that off with his toothbrush. Weird. Yeah. Uh, and Skylar, you know, knocks. She's really concerned about him because her husband, who she loves, has mm-hmm. cancer. Yes. And for him, this is, you know, a sign like, oh, yes, the news has tightened. There is no privacy now. I've got this wife who cares about my well being. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, because again, he's putting this idea of this money. Like mm-hmm. way too hard. Like this is Skylar's so right during all of this. Like he overhears her make an appointment, you know, for this initial meeting and put the charge on the credit card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just the, one of the best oncologists in the country, not just in the state. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, what's going on the credit card? And mm-hmm. you know, if I thought that's just the deposit, like that's just up front, it might not even do anything. Yeah. Um, and she's like, and she's very rightly being like, we don't need to worry about the money. Like, uh-huh. this is stupid. This is your life. You are worth infinite money. Like, mm-hmm. I love you. You're my, you know, you're my person. Um, but he, she, he can't not get his head out of that. You know, yeah. she, she says like, oh, you know, what if we uh, lo- borrow money from Hank and just immediately, absolutely not. Like, mm-hmm. we're not doing that. Yeah. You know, uh, what about your mom? Oh, you haven't even told her. <laughs> like, you have to tell her I'll do it for you if you need me to. But like, uh-huh. man, you're, you gotta like take this seriously. And <laughs> What I love about this characterization wise, and this is going to be a running thing for Walt, is uh, in his mind, his narrative now is that of sacrifice. Yes. Uh, like, I, you know, Walt does not want to do any more cooking at this point. He just wants to not be a burden yeah. to his family. Uh, he can't, he's done something he can't live with, mm-hmm. and it dovetails pretty well with the fact that he's not going to live. Yes. You know, he, and there is a, when he talks about this $5,000 deposit later, when he talks about the total bill and how it might not even work, Walt is very, very terrified of it's all, it was all for nothing. Mm -hmm. Like it is a weird, like for somebody who takes so many risks, it's a weird risk averseness, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't want to gamble. It can't have been for nothing. Yes. You know, which is the, the Walt mantra for the entire series. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's uh, part part of that sacrifice too. Is you know we we have all that talk about him. You know, a man provides. A man needs to you know bring you to be there for his family, but not actually be around. You yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, yeah. like at no at, you know and this this is part of what you know uh, part of what walt jr's whole reasonable point is which is like oh so you're just gonna check out and it kind of doesn't matter that i could have more years with you as my dad as i get established in the world huh yeah and so yeah. walt's whole idea of providing is not really involved it none of it actually comes down to him being around and doing stuff for the family he only it's starts purely doing economic yeah. yeah he only he starts other- doing that when uh he is like crazy on the outs and starts doing home improvement shit yeah well he's faced with losing it yes you know he he's quite literally taking them for granted because mm-hmm. uh, he's arrogant because pride is his yeah his thing you know uh he's going and uh go he says he'll take care of the deposit because he'll borrow against his pension he still has a nest egg of the money they got from the dealers so he goes to go get it from the vent uh the vent kicks on and he's kind of caught in this situation when junior walks in he has to make up a lie and he's like oh i I thought i heard mice that's the last thing we need right now (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah this is this is a a tangent but the other day i was at uh, a bookstore and I found the old uh, book that I had that was the guide to Star Trek Next Generation episodes. Okay. Um, so it's like episode by episode talking to him. But they have a very funny authorial voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, as if Picard didn't have enough to worry about, <laughs> she was shown up. And like, you know, like, they're all written like that. Aye, aye, aye. It's this guy like, again. <laughs> like He's got to get the moon of Rigel 4 from collapsing into itself. But also Q's there. What a predicament. <laughs> you know, and that's how Walt says this. Like, you know, the last thing I need, mice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, Walt Jr. is a sharp cookie. He's like, you know, yeah. what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you acting so weird? You're acting like nothing is going on. Yeah. And, well, Walt doesn't answer. He's just, uh, he's, he's, he's caught speechless in he's a way that he, that he won't be, uh, later on. And so he, he just kind of goes, he's not going to lie to his son yet. Yeah. Uh, we get, uh, he notices that the, uh, the notice of Tempico furniture on the bassinet. 
mm-hmm. uh, crib kind of thing. Uh, so done, done, done. Um, <laughs> we catch him. He's driving down the highway. A police cruiser passes him. He thinks he's going to get pulled over with his $5,000 in cash yeah. uh, that he has with him. Um, just a little paranoia thing. Uh, and then we get another, again, like kind of broad comedy setup. Mm-hmm. for this i like it a little bit better because it doesn't involve hallucinating grenades uh, yeah but it's also a little silly uh, uh, yeah you know it, it's 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 kind of it's kind of silly and also i <laughs> i don't know we had a little bit of disagreement over uh like whether or not this was an okay thing for him to do <laughs> oh yeah that's true I, I think it's basically fine to do anything you want to can <laughs> uh and that one kid uh from the first episode in his class yes he's yeah. probably ken's son <laughs> legitimately or, or, or ill uh, yeah, yeah. you know uh, but he's, he's pulling into the parking lot at the bank and this uh this asshole in a bmw uh cuts yeah. him off uh, a weird caricature a like a villain from a john hughes movie <laughs> like th- this guy is real loud yeah he's uh, on his way to make a deposit so he can buy the community center yeah, he's, he's going to go destroy Empire Records, and Walt has to stop him. Like, it's so broad. I know that there, there are assholes. Like, I know there are shitheads. You know, it's so fucking broad. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, he uh, steals his parking spot. He's talking loudly into a Bluetooth, mm. you know, which in the late 20s, 2000s, like, that was also just a sign of being a douche. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, talking about how, bragging about how he, he made a partner just for going in the door. You know, talking mm-hmm. shit about uh, a woman teller and a person that they know on the phone. I, I don't. Like, uh, I don't get the thing that both. he's. I, I, yeah, I, I don't get the thing that he said because, like, this other person comes up. He says, "Oh, she's a hog. She's a hog." And he says, "Cover her. Cover her in flour oh. and roll her around and see where the wet spot is." Yeah. What the fuck is he talking about? He's talking about fucking uh, baked good. I, no, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he's talking about Coraline too, where they make people out of dough. Uh, and the uh, no, I, I I got nothing. I he when he's on the phone, he sees the teller, says something about the teller, and then the person on the phone thinks he's talking about somebody they know. Oh yeah. So that yeah. part makes sense. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I don't understand what that roller and flower and check for the wet spot <laughs> means. Okay, um, I decided I yeah. wanted to see if you if maybe you had something I didn't. No, I yeah, I got I got no idea what that yeah. means. Um, you know, he's talking about all the money he's got, and this is obviously the last thing Walt needs because he's sad about money. It's mm-hmm. very obvious. Yeah. Uh, Walt uh, deposits. He's very polite to the teller. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we cut over to something that is without context, you know, just a, 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 a very bougie family. Just these, these two waspy parents talking to their, uh, talking to their little, uh, little business child. Uh, Again, about, also though, pretty broad, <laughs> pretty broad. like he's making you choose between the piccolo and the oboe. You're a monster at that oboe. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's breaking bad comedy mode. Weird first season season. Mm-hmm. Breaking Bad comedy mode still. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, our yeah. son especially shouldn't have to focus. He's good enough at both. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just talking about orchestra and soccer and all of his extracurriculars, and they hear some noise in the backyard. Uh, and it's Jesse, and he's out there tangled up in lawn furniture because he hopped the fence. Yeah. Uh, little cinemas in here. They have that lawn furniture with those uh, those plastic rubber strips yeah, a, a wealthy family like this would not have that one not furniture. in a million years nope. that is that is the uh the trashiest chair one can sit on mm-hmm. and i say that as somebody sat on that chair many many a time but yeah you know that's not new lawn furniture uh, th- th- that is almost exactly equivalent to like the injection molded white uh lawn chair uh, I, I would say worse in terms oh. of like optics yeah <laughs> you know like that inje- and it's not like a worse sit uh-huh. But in terms of like the semiotics of poor people, oh yes, I think that yeah. it's yeah more associated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- this being here, this new lawn furniture has ruined his plan to sneak in. Uh, <laughs> he he fell on it and stuff. Yeah, um, because yeah. this is his family. This is his mom, his dad, and his younger brother Jake. Uh, Jesse comes from means. Yeah, and he's retreating, mm-hmm. uh, not to means. Because he's actually, you know, his parents think at this point he's just in it for money and stuff. He's doing okay for money mm-hmm. for, you know, uh, he's doing it because he can't, like, he's literally regressing, mm-hmm. you know, he can't be a person in the world after what has happened to him. Yes. He can't relate to his friends. He can't like live in his house. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very sad Yeah, uh, what he's doing here. Like a lot of the strokes I think are too broad, but mm-hmm. in, in the, the skeleton of it's very sad. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
you know, just, just like, and this is, this is the place where he comes for comfort. Like, I mean, a place that we know he was ejected from because of his yeah. behavior. Right. Just like, and this is, we're going to see, this is an incredibly cold environment. Uh, yeah. Terrible. Yep. Uh, he sleeps, uh, in his childhood bed. Uh, while his parents are talking about what to do with them and they're like, Oh, we should check his arms for needle marks. Like we, you get the, you know, we know they've been through this before. Yes. Uh, he comes downstairs, asks where dinner is, uh, or when dinner is, uh, very different thing. He's like, where's dinner? <laughs> Jesse's back, mom. Yeah. <laughs> he just comes in making yummy noises. Like, mum, yeah. mum, 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 mum. With a fork and knife in his hand, yeah. uh, and a bib or like shooting two six suitors in there. Uh, <laughs> But they they uh they say when dinner is and because he is a good boy he goes to go set the table uh-huh. uh and then they talk about what they're gonna do with him uh, not realizing he's within earshot yes yeah yeah get a brief cutaway to Walt uh it's after school and uh, Junior's waiting for him in the classroom uh kind of making a little bit more of a you know making an attempt to like you know connect he thought that Junior was gonna take the bus instead of riding home with his dad Junior wants to ride home with him yeah yep uh and uh, Walt tries to kind of reconcile with what he said with what Walt Jr. said earlier. Mm-hmm. It's be so much easier when he starts calling himself Flynn. Yeah. Um, the, uh, but he, he says, you know, he's like, things just have a way of working themselves out. Like, this is why I'm acting weird. <laughs> you know, he's trying to protect, uh, the same way he's trying to protect Skylar from all that debt. He's trying to protect Walt Jr. From thinking about it or mm-hmm. worrying about it or even changing at all, you know, yeah. and in a way that is powerfully patronizing and like mm-hmm. does not see him as a person. Yes. And it does not give him credit for the agency he has mm-hmm. to be um, able to adapt and grow through this. And, you know, maybe doesn't want the relationship to change really. Yeah. 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 He doesn't want anything to change. Like that's the whole, the whole point, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Jesse is bonding with his, his younger brother. Uh, he's admiring Jake's, uh, trophies, mm-hmm. you know, in this, like, I love, uh, you know, environmentals. You get this for recycling cans. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and Jake says, no, I was, I was curious about the dyes being used out of the printing mm-hmm. mill. So I called them and they, they, they wrote about it in the paper. He says, making mad inroads in the business, the business community. community. <laughs> like, it's real sweet. He's, I like, he's, uh, he's yeah, trying to are funny. He's trying so hard. Yeah. And it is it, it, like his, his little brother, you know, just icing, icing him out for, you know, a, a reason that we're going to see here in just a, just, a, just a little bit, but like, um, you know, uh, the, the, like this, the, this inversion of maturity I, between them. Yeah. I, I am very, uh, refreshed by seeing a TV show treat a kid who's in Jake's position. Mm-hmm not sympathetically yes like i was expecting this with the reveal uh, you know no reason to talk around it we're gonna talk about it in a couple yeah, minutes yeah. um of him smoking pot i thought it was gonna be like oh he has to do this to cope you know with all the pressure he's under like it's gonna be uh you know we should have so much sympathy for him he's kind of a little shit mm-hmm. and we should not have sympathy for him yeah <laughs> the, the um like it's, you know it's, it's, it doesn't it's usually a, it's happen this way he's he's yeah he's he's doing this and he is skating by as the as the golden boy despite the fact that at his age he's doing he's pretty much exactly on jesse's path at least yeah. at the uh, you know as regards to probably smoking pot at you know age 12 or whatever right yeah yeah, yeah. uh you know and jesse wants to be a mentor Yes. figure for again again he's desperately trying to find some kind of role <laughs> you know uh, remember not all learning comes out of books you and i should just kick back and chill and hang out more if you ever need advice i've been through it all mm-hmm. you know again not only does he want to have this role he's also this is the beginning of him like needing to talk to somebody about yes. needing to debrief mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so <laughs> jesse finds jake's piccolo and gets real excited like oh you play this hey play me some jethro tall and yeah. you know more, more hovering happening uh their mom has been hovering outside the door and this is when she decides to come in and say hey yeah. she's gotta stop him from it. playing jethro tall <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like not no bungle in the jungle in our house <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh god uh you know and so they 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 send her away like yeah i know everything's okay and yeah. uh jesse points out like hey isn't that isn't that bullshit what our mom's doing right you know just coming in here to protect her favorite son you know K- kind mm-hmm. of a shitty thing to say but also yeah yeah but it's also he's been being microaggressed yes the entire time this is going on and uh jake says you know i'm their favorite yeah right you're practically all they ever talk about 
Yeah. Um, you know, later Jesse can't sleep. So he goes through his chest with all of his old drawings. Uh, he did a little bit of this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, I like it as a, uh, Jesse being, you know, talented, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or, or having some innate talent. Like none of this is great art or anything like that, but it's not <laughs> like he's not a, a person with value. Right. You know, yeah. he's not, a, he's not a total shit or anything like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, um, he's, he's, he's mostly doing like, uh, you know, like what are the, what's the, uh, like the basic tattoo stuff that you see up on the wall. Flash. Like, oh yeah, he's basically doing flash, right. You know, yeah. he's, he's, he's got what is basically cartoons. But he oh, does there. an actionable cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's made up his own version of cartoons. Uh, <laughs> finally. Oh, well, it's, uh, it's, it's like carcinization, right? Like yeah. everything will eventually evolve into a crab. Most people who pick up a pen will eventually make a cartoon. Everybody gets a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he draws like a, a topless elf lady on a horse. Like he gets this boob drawing phase. Mm-hmm. And then we see him react before we see the drawing. He's just like, this is great. You know, he's just <laughs> laughing because uh, he finds a picture he drew in school. Uh, why Mr. White loves chemistry, and it's a picture of Mr. White with a beaker up his ass, <laughs> like uh, bending over with it, like a big old grin on its yeah, face. like just like yeah, hey, I stuck a beaker up my ass. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> you know, which is a great question. Like if if somebody ever asked me that, I don't know what I would do about it. I guess like get nine and one, and then. <laughs> <laughs> the second they clench i'll dial one again time seems to be a factor yeah glass is not uh this is not very sex safe Jesse. <laughs> yeah you can have a glass sex toy but they're it, solid and they're built and they're yeah that's that, 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 that that's the yeah. thing you, the, yeah. the second you get something with a void in there you got problems you got yourself yeah you got yourself a negative void differential <laughs> <laughs> negative void coefficient yeah <laughs> <laughs> tube up your ass <laughs> that temperature drops you're in for a world of shit nothing but red cards man just just imagining uh jared harris coming out with that uh board that display board explaining <laughs> why you shouldn't shove a test tube up your ass like here are the nerve endings in the asshole you know <laughs> this creates pleasure which rises and you can see an imbalance here's the risk of the glass that tempers the pleasure however <laughs> <laughs> However, as we see the heat conductivity rises, making the glass more brittle, the balance yeah. has been upset and a it's cascade a- of disaster. We are on a path that we cannot back <laughs> off from. When it works, <laughs> it is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How come that never got a meme format, that scene? Because it's so good for just oh, like... Yeah. You know, explaining anything like, oh yeah, no, it's masterful. That's a, you're really, really good at that. I think I, th- I think it's a little bit too wordy to be a meme thing. The yeah, the Chernobyl meme pretty much what? like it was a cultural what? moment, but everybody you know just did like oh like look at something and then their face is red. What instead of doing that as a instead of a meme, it could have been the uh, when people do the uh, Hitler. Oh dubs. yeah, yeah. Hitler dubbed over. <laughs> uh, Christ, I hope nobody jizzes in World War Two. Uh, but when they do Hitler dubbed over, um, you know what I'm talking about from that movie. Yeah, d- downfall. Yeah, what yeah, downfall. They, they should they should do that with this. Mm-hmm. They. <laughs> <laughs> they they <laughs> to the meme community. Yeah, uh, the uh, but this is all. This kind of takes a moment when he flips it over and he sees this was the back of a failed test that uh, Mr. White had graded, mm-hmm. and he just you know. Big F red letters, ridiculous. Apply yourself. Yeah. You know, it hasn't gotten anything. And this is what, you know, the the little domino, the little uh, thing that makes him decide, yeah, like I'm going to apply myself. I'm going to do the thing I'm good at, Yep. you know, here because Combo Call says he's got some friends in town who would buy anything he's got. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this is me applying myself. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so uh, he, he, he shows up. Walt is searching for the loose cash in the vents. Um, and, uh, the door, the doorbell rings, uh, it is, uh, Jesse who, (laughs) and Walt like grabs him off the front, the front stoop and pulls him in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Like tosses him out. He's like, you know, I waited for your white wife to leave, you know? And Walt thinks he's like, oh, did you talk to somebody? Are you wearing a wire? And like, just as like a wire, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, just absolutely like, you know, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. 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 You know, and so Jesse is okay. The, the, we're, we're out of the yelling phase of this for right now. And you know, well, so why are you here? And he says he doesn't quite know what to say. 
And yeah. this, this is not a, it's not one of those standard situations that you find yourself in, but he's like, yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm here to touch base, you know, to debrief. And he says like, we can't really talk with anybody else about this. So like, it's really vulnerable. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. We, he doesn't know the words for what he wants. And what yeah. he wants is to talk to somebody who can relate to him mm-hmm. as those situations, but he doesn't know how to say it. Like the, the masculinity theme of, of the show is really strong and this episode is really strong. And obviously it primarily affects Walt, but this is here. It is applying to Jesse. Yes. You know, Jesse does not have the vocabulary uh, to just express a vulnerability and a need. Mm-hmm. And as, and as Jesse tries words, Walt is, you know, in full on, uh, you know, just talking to Walt, like, can, can you climb down from, you know, can you climb out of my yeah. ass? Like full, full on that mode, like, like performance debrief, just, yeah. just being an utter bastard to him. Just, you know, trying to undercut, not seeing the need, just trying to, you just, I don't know. I don't know what yeah, his purpose here is other than to try and cut Jesse down for even dating to come to his house. Well, yeah, he wants him to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Uh, and there, there are non evil or non, you know, shitty reasons for that where it's like, Oh, this is reminding him of something that like he's better at forgetting mm-hmm. than Jesse is, you know, well, he's, he's putting his head in the sand and operating as if none of that stuff happened. Yeah. You know, he's got, he's got the cancer and the, the non-glib answer is, Oh, he's got a family around yeah. that he is yeah. talking to jesse has nothing yeah know, very little yeah. and it's impossible for him to sympathize at this point yes. like at, at, in a in a way i i believe over the course of the series walt like does grow to love jesse like mm-hmm. there that is the word i would use he's shitty to him yes undeniably shitty ruins his life mm-hmm. but it, 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 there's a kind of love there this is before that yes you know um jesse also says like hey you know everyone likes that meth that we cooked uh, if you ever want to do more, I know we can sell it. Uh, yeah. And Walt, this is a bridge too far, far. Walt says, get off my property now. And Jesse goes, you know what? Actually, I was here to give you uh, your share of the money. I didn't smoke at all. Uh, mm-hmm. And he just throws the money up in the air. Uh, yeah. And then my the one comedy beat in this episode that really, really works for me <laughs> is uh, Walt just going <sighs> and going and getting the pool skimmer. Uh, <laughs> after, after Jesse leaves, just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, still going to take that money. Uh, that's very funny <laughs> yeah. to me. Oh uh, yeah, it's a it's it's very good. I love just I love that cut, just him grabbing yeah. it. It's really uh, good. Yeah. Uh, so commercial break here, and then Skylar and Walt are talking to their oncologist, who will be around for a season or two. Um, yep. uh, he gives kind of the second opinion that they're seeking out. You know, it's stage three A. It's gotten to the lymph nodes, and Skylar asked the question. You know, which is reasonable to ask. Like, so is it curable? You know, and yeah. he gives the reasonable answer. You know, I prefer treatable, but, you know, the prognosis could could be good. You know, there might be a path here. Yeah. Uh, Walt asks about side effects. And uh, he just starts listing this incredible long. He's like, side effects could be next to nothing or they could be pretty severe. And then talks for like five minutes. <laughs> just like every possible bad thing that could happen to a person. Yeah, <laughs> it's very funny. It could, could be sexual side effects. Yeah, yeah I love sexual side effect is just that. No, no question. Uh-huh. Is it better? Is it worse? Like, do it? Does it go through time? Can I do it through walls now? Like, there's no like. Hey, this spawn colleges was going to give me sexual powers. Is the- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just going through, and this have uh, Walt. Uh, Fades, fades out like this high-pitched whine comes up as he's hearing the side effects he's not really paying attention yeah well you know? i mean again going back to masculinity and trying to be there just he, he is hearing a future that rests before him where he is debilitated where yeah he, he's, an, he, he's a dependent he, he sees himself as becoming an invalid because of this yeah yes yeah no good mm-hmm. uh for him uh the uh we cut over to the pinkman's house where the housekeeper uh is dusting in uh jesse's room and finds a joint stuck in a, in a house plant. <laughs> this is a comically big joint. It's huge, man. The, uh, <laughs> it's like a share, a joint for sharing. Uh, Jesse's the, the housekeeper also a narc. So I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to her being dissolved in acid. Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, Jesse's parents uh, confront him about it. And Jesse's like, I don't know anything about it. And they've heard this before. Yes. Uh, and it's, it's a real boy who cried wolf kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. All the other times he was lying, this time it is, you know, not his, yeah. but he also knows something like he knows what's up. Yeah. Just like, okay, well, here we go. This can be, this can be of use. 
you know, for yeah. a moment. I'll, I will, I will, I will play my role in this. This is my role here, actually. Yeah. It couldn't be any of these other things. Couldn't be the kid, <laughs> the loving son who sets the table. Couldn't be the uh, the experienced mentor. Uh, but I can be, you know, the, yeah, uh, the, the, the scapegoat. Yeah, the heat sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Jesse's dad tells him he needs to leave. Uh, Jesse grabs the joint and, and leaves. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as he's waiting for a cab, uh, Jake comes out and is like, hey, thanks for not telling on me. The big reveal that it was Jake's joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where you'd expect there to be like, oh, you know, they put so much pressure on me. I have to smoke pot to play the oboe and the piccolo at the same time. Uh, <laughs> none of that. Instead, we get uh, him asking for a back and Jesse's stepping on me like that's skunk weed. Uh-huh. Like Jesse kind of <laughs> flips him off and leaves because, yeah. you know, he also uh, is not on Jesse's side. Yeah, you know? no, just oh, uh, this kid. It's like okay, well, that went the way it went. Uh, yeah. You're out on the curb, but also, can, can I can I have that back? And this yeah. is Jesse being a being kind of a mentor in the way, you know, like yeah, oh, you overpaid for that. Like that's fucking garbage. Just there yeah, you yeah. go. <laughs> this is the kind of wisdom I could share with you if you weren't uh, such a little prick. Yeah, you know, uh, his family goes away until a brilliant uh, episode with Saul, where they get there's a good revenge scene on these guys. Oh yeah, love it. Um, so we cut back to the the White House, uh, where President Obama has just taken <laughs> office. <laughs> it's February, uh, two thousand eight. Um, oh, no, no, the, the primary was the primary was still going. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. yeah. Uh, but the. Uh, the uh, oh you're right 2008 i was thinking of uh yeah. that's a comment yeah, yeah don't you don't need to feel yeah. bad i do that all the time <laughs> cool <laughs> gary don't beat yourself up about it okay don't i, I won't i i i won't uh i won't um, gary i'm the, worried that you're being can, too hard on yourself about can, this can i tell you the why i said cool and laughed there <laughs> it was me being mean so this is me copying to something it was when you said you do this all do that all the time my instinct wasn't uh, and this says more about me than you uh-huh. wasn't that uh you make the mistake I made was that you point that mistake out to everybody <laughs> all the time, <laughs> which was not kind to of me. And I apologize for it. Uh, sincerely, that was me okay. being shitty. And I'm fine. sorry. No, it, it was, I, I didn't have real feelings about anything or anything. I wasn't like mad or upset or uh-huh. think less of you about it. It just was like my instinct. Oh, you so, just took it literally about the immediate thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I no. just took it literally. And, and, and if I had thought about it, I would have given you more of the benefit of the doubt. And yeah. I apologize. No, no hard feelings, but I appreciate yeah. the apology, yeah. but it's okay. No. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're uh, hanging out while it's watching an old sci-fi movie, standing, staring at a black and white style sci-fi movie <laughs> that's more boring than anything. Yep. And and Walt Jr. like a like a regular person is just saying, no, watching a '50s sci-fi movie. Like, <laughs> Let us watch anything that's in the public domain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, you know, Skyler uh, is reading these pamphlets and she says it's very hopeful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's like, hey, uh, you know, Walt's not really listening. Can we, can I call them and tell them we'll start next week? And Walt's like, I, you know, I just think we should discuss it more. Walt's really concerned about the money, uh, basically because he's, you know, we could end up spending all this money and it'll be for nothing. Like I will, all I will leave for you is a corpse and some debt. Yes. You know, again, that it cannot be all for nothing. Right. I'll leave, just, uh, I will, I will leave you with a worse life, you know, for me having, mm-hmm. uh, you know, had cells that divide. You know, yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 too much, and this is the, the, the this this is too much. You know, he says, you know, I just don't want emotions ruling us. Maybe treatment is isn't the way to go. And Junior gets up and says something very reasonable, which is that why don't you just fucking die already? Yeah, it's it's it speaks to uh, you know the many unkindnesses that Walt's doing. One of them would be putting his family in this li- uh, liminal state with no hope. Yes. You know, just waiting it out, like Walt can resign himself to that, but it's a really tall ask to just ask everyone else, like, hey, I'm going to be around for a question mark <laughs> amount of time. Like, what do they do? You know, right. how do you live like that? Like, it, it's, it's again, very, very shitty. Yeah. Uh, and Skyler is just, you know, shocked and like hurt by this, just absolutely shaken. Mm-hmm. You know, just like her face at, at hearing him say this, like hearing her son say something this harsh. Mm-hmm. you'll be pushed to this point is just you know absolutely it's, intense it's too much yeah, yeah. it's just uh man very yep. very rough and and so walt is out driving you know he had to he had to get away from this uh and he has a coughing fit 
and uh, has to pull over into this gas station parking lot because it's so, you know, so rough. And then he looks down in his hand and we get the classic, you know, cancer symptom, coughing up blood. Yeah. A classic. Mm -hmm. Uh, He sees Ken wins uh, out in the gas station, honks his horn at old lady. Get your ass out of the road. Uh, and when Ken goes inside, Walt says, no, no way. Ken's got to go. Uh-huh. Uh, takes the windshield scrubber on his battery contacts and blows up his car at the gas station. <laughs> then pulls uh, away. And then yeah. walks away. Oh, yes. Uh, slowly away from the explosion. Uh-huh. Uh, while Ken freaks out. I, I love what the episode ends on is like yes. the attendants out there because there's this big fire burning near the pumps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Ken just like looks at the guy and says, why is it doing that? I know. I like that. I like that a lot. And I, I personally think Ken deserves this. Uh, Ken's got to go. Some people got to go. And if I'm they not, can't go, their car's got to go. I'm not sad that it happens, uh, the, 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 that it happens to Ken, you know, yeah. uh, the, you just don't want the gas station to blow up. I don't want the guy. It's, it is very reckless to me. Uh, yeah. the, 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 there is the possibility for you know more innocent people to be hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. Is uh, is is part of that here? This feels very petulant. Uh, it's, oh, it's very uh, petulant. It, it, it's, yeah. it's very petulant, very, you know, very petty. And it's 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 kind it's kind of like when he stomps on that kid's knee. You know, like you can feel justified that this is happening to a Ken. Yes. Uh, and, you know, like, I understand, like, we're really, we're still supposed to be on Walt's side right now, even though they're like, this is, this is something that he is doing purely out of, out of malice, right? Yeah. And, like, the moral calculus is hard because, like, I don't care if somebody does a good thing for the wrong reason, because a good thing was still done, right? Yeah. When it comes to hurting somebody, though, uh, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know, hurting somebody for a bad reason, it doesn't seem like there's a good way to do it, because there's still a negative effect. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, uh, it, it's, it, it's just, it, it's, it's very childish. This is a tantrum. I'm a little bit empowered whenever Walt uh, does harm to somebody who can conceivably deserve it, Mm -hmm. given how often he does harm incidentally to people who don't. Yeah. You know, uh, is basically where I'm coming from. I'm also my my initial response on the first several watchers of this was like, fuck, yeah, Ken got to get it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know, this is this is more just kind of like recently, I think maybe with the full with the full series in, uh, you know, in the rear view, kind of of looking at everything. It's like you didn't have to do this, man. (laughs) You don't have to to give him the power. (laughs) I mean, the other reason why it doesn't um, affect me too much is it's I consider this to be part of the season one cartoonish reality. Yeah, yeah. A little bit like the fucking Ken wins over is something that's revisited in better call Saul more mm-hmm. subtly and responsibly one because of the difference between those shows, but also because it wasn't season one breaking bad, which is like yeah, yeah. weird and cartoony mm-hmm. in some ways. Yeah. Uh, you know, this isn't uh, uh like a, like a, like a fatal thing anyway. It's just yeah. more like my, 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 my booyahs are tempered. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. it, it does have a chilling yeah. effect upon the booyah. Yes, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a little comedy beat. You know, mm-hmm. it's meant to be a booyah and a comedy beat to go out on on this kind of weird episode that vacillates entirely between you know if, if Breaking Bad has comedy, tragedy, like you know, action and suspense and, mm-hmm. and such. It's just comedy and tragedy. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just super super sad shit, and then pretty broad comedy. It, yeah it's also funny to take this entirely actionless episode that is entire you know just entirely these you know conversations and you know facial expressions you know it's entirely at a human scale and we're going to end this with an explosion yeah like this the the the, the, the whole episode has been this boil for walt and then here it's gonna come yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's i still think this is probably the weakest episode of season one Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not awful. It does stuff it needs to do. And there's some really good work in it because it's an excellent <laughs> show, but it's, uh, yeah, it's putting pieces in place. Yeah. Uh, if people like this show, they should go to patreon.com slash duck TV and, uh, support the network. They should. Uh, you get a whole bunch of stuff, even at the $5 level. Um, we release something every day on the network and mm-hmm. a new piece of like a new piece of premium content. 
at, at least twice per week. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's not all video game stuff. We do a lot of video game stuff, but we have two whole shows uh, other than this about other kinds of media, uh, unfilmable about uh, horror premium shows about other kinds of media. There's unfilmable, which is about horror movies mm-hmm. uh, and adaptation decay, uh, which is about media that adapts video games, but not specifically about playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's also like back catalog stuff. We did a whole show about the Venture Brothers. We did a whole show about D&D Monster Manuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. Check out the backlogs. Uh, we try to make it evergreen. And we appreciate your support. If uh, you cannot patronize us, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we understand. Uh, but you can leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. That really helps. You can tell your friends. Yeah. And uh, what else can they do? Uh, they can let us know if they've got a line on a new filter for a Hoover Pressure Pro Max Extract. There's a number in there, isn't there? Uh, I think so. Max Extract 360 something? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it eventually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, Casey. Yeah. Oh.